Did you watch the um, USA game? So the USA game today was the first half. You absolutely battered Wales. And I mean, battered them. And in the second half, you stopped doing what you were doing in the first half and let them back into the game. And they got a penalty with six minutes to go. Was Dennis Allen coaching them in the second half? Possibly. What's up, Houdat Nation, and welcome to the Dome Patrol United Saints Podcast. What's up, Houdat Nation? Thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast. I am your host, Jason. Today, we will be giving our final thoughts on the game. Yesterday, the win against the Rams. We've got some injury news that came out about Peyton Turner. We will look into the game next week against San Francisco and maybe we'll talk a little Thanksgiving this week uh, we will also get into pickums, but this is Thanksgiving week so in terms of pickums, it's a shame there are actually two decent games on Thursday that we can't pick because it's Thursday so our pick slate is going to be pretty weak but today with us we got myself we got Wesley who's on the road back home and we've got James who's been drinking in a pub watching soccer all day so this is going to be quite the show huh boys <laughs> Yes. Well, at least somebody can get a number since we switched these afternoons. It's a lot harder to get a number these days, but thankfully James will have a number for us. So James, what is your number and how long have you been drinking today? 10.37 p.m. here. Uh, I got into the pub at 11 a.m. England's game kicked off at 1 a.m. So obviously I needed a couple of hours to warm up for for the game. You know, as a a fan, you you need need that. Um, And then I wasn't planning on staying out for the entire afternoon but it just kind of kept going and going and going and going and, and I got home about about an hour ago so uh, so yeah I'm um, I've, I've had a solid 10 pints probably throughout the day uh, 10 pints in 10 hours that's that's pretty slow going for me to be honest but to be I'm, I'm gonna regret this tomorrow and those are actually real pints something that I noticed over there when I would order a pint it seemed bigger than the pints that we get here so, yeah, it's a proper pint. Yeah, a proper, proper pint. pint, yes. Yes, proper pints. Yeah. Proper and pints. strong beer, too. Of course. Well, I don't more, drink IPA. IPA is more, shit. More, more than 2%. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> no Michelob Ultras uh, in your Definitely diet. Definitely not. <laughs> okay. Definitely not. But, yeah, it's I'm going to regret it in the morning. So, uh, yeah. Well, the World Cup only comes around every four years, so. It does. Uh, and England won handsomely. So, uh, it was a good start. Yeah. Sometimes I like that, every eight. <laughs> I like that overconfidence. Uh that you're going to be bringing into the match against America on Friday. Having seen America play Wales this evening, I'm not concerned. Okay, good. I like the overconfidence. <laughs> but Reminds me on... of the last uh, Ryder Cup. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, what happened the so... last time England played America in a World Cup? It was a 1-1 draw. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is not anyway. what we're here to talk about. Exactly, exactly. This is an NFL podcast. This is a Saints podcast. So we will move on. I know we had our instant reaction show. It went up yesterday. I haven't gone back to listen to it yet. So obviously we talked about a lot of stuff today. Is there anything else today that maybe jumps out? Just looking at the box score. I mean, we held them to under 200 yards passing. You know, the defense played really well. And I I know just having 
having a game plan with Taysom in the game really seemed to make a difference for the Saints yesterday. Yeah, I, I think that we've said all along that this team had enough talent on the roster, even with injuries and even with who we're missing. We have enough talent on the roster that we should have played better than we had all year. Um, the Rams are not a good team either. And like the talent on our roster, we you go into it and you go, well, we should beat this team, but we've we've lost a whole bunch of games this year that we quote unquote should have won. So, I mean, it's nice to, you know, have a, have a good game and kind of reach potential and the offense and defense both play well, but I'm not overly excited about, I don't trust this team yet. Um, I'm not going to go bet any money on them making in the playoffs. It's, it's nice to win a game, but that's, to me, that's what it was. We won a game. We're not, oh, we're not in the hunt. We're not like, let's go on a winning streak. Let's not start getting excited. Like, let's, let's just be happy that we won a game. Does anybody know if Sean Payton gave the team a pep talk this week? No, Drew. It was, it was Drew. It was Drew Brees. Drew Brees this, week. this weekend. Yeah, it, was, well, it had to be something because you know it wasn't going to be Dennis Allen. Yeah, I'm, I mean, now, what, I, I'm trying to get word. I don't know if Drew was calling the Andy Dalton plays from the sideline, or if he was calling the Taysom plays, or if he was calling all of them. Um, but I mean, clearly he had some sort of influence. So, well, he, uh, he, you, you say that jokingly, uh, and I know you're joking, but Andy yes, Dalton yes, had a Drew Brees type game. The highest passer rating of Andy Dalton's career. That's, I mean, his career that's essentially over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was he 20? 21 to 25. 21 to 25. That's a 149.6 passer rating, um, three yeah. touchdowns, no turnovers. It, it, it was vintage Drew Brees type performance. Um, is it just a coincidence that that happens on the weekend where Drew Brees is in the dome on the Saints sideline? I think it probably is. Probably. <laughs> Jury's still out, but probably. It is. It is. I mean, I mean, the one thing is, is obviously this time last week we were screaming for Jameis Winston to, uh, to, to start this game this weekend because of how Dalton had played in the previous two weeks. But I think what this has done is just made that not happen again for at least another week or two. You know, the, the, Dalton's going to start the game against the 49ers this weekend. And, you know, if he plays like he did this weekend, then it's the right decision. But I don't trust him to play like he did this weekend. I, I, I just don't, you know, Wesley, you said it. You don't no, trust this team yet. Well, yeah, they haven't given you enough to to get you to to trust them. You've, we, you know, we've eleven games in, we've kind of seen the ups and downs of this team, so they just haven't been consistent. They'll toss it, throw in a game like this, and then who knows what's going to happen next week against the good defense in San Francisco. So I know they. The good thing is they play in Mexico City tonight, so they'll be at least on a little bit of a short week. So there's a little advantage there. Same time zone, though, isn't it? Probably Mexico City is. It's, Further west, so it probably is same time zone. Yeah, it's just the the additional day of rest. I mean, I mean, look the the extra day will the extra day will help. Um, I'm sure we'll go into this in a bit more detail when we do the game preview. But you know, I I, I just don't trust that Andy Dalton can put that type of performance in two weeks in a row, especially on the road. Especially yep. on the road. Um, but I think you know one thing I think that's clear is that. Olave is the best rookie receiver from the draft this 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 year, by by far, and it did cost a lot to get him. 
obviously no first round pick next year, but it, they, they, have, it was worth the, it. It was worth, that's the guy they evaluated and their evaluation looks like it's, it paid off. I mean, another hundred yard game and that nice 50 yard touchdown yesterday. So another 50 yard touchdown where he was falling over as he caught the ball. He seems to really struggle to keep his feet when he's would, but it, you know, to be honest, that 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 that's so, that's it's so funny how often how often that's happening. I mean, he's dropped a few of those. He's held on to some too, but it's it's crazy how often that's happening. It's almost like his feet are running too quickly for his body to keep up with him. Um, he's, he's still growing into his speed. He, he is, yeah. But was he seven hundred and sixty yards? So he's he's going to have a thousand yard season in his rookie year. Um, he needed the touchdown. Touchdowns has been his spot where he's struggling. He just hasn't had that many. So him him getting the touchdown this week was good. He needs to keep piling those up. And he again, no like, Juwan Johnson. Even but, uh, even throwing throwing up those stats with Andy Dalton throwing to him. So what happens right. if he gets a real quarterback in here throwing up the ball? But to be fair, the if pass only we that had Dalton, one on the roster. Yeah, the, the pass that Dalton threw for that touchdown was really good. Yeah, it was it was oh, there. Yeah, and especially with Donald was bearing down on him, like twisting him the way. He, in fact, it may have made him throw it five yards further the way that Donald <laughs> slung him around. And then, I mean, I don't think we mentioned it, but that was on Jalen Ramsey. Who was. Yeah, and I think even though the stats weren't necessarily there, I think we really noticed having Jarvis back in the lineup. I mean, he only had three catches for 33 yards. They get a touchdown, but it, it obviously helps having a guy like that out there, too, to kind of spread the ball around, to kind of take some attention away. As opposed to Kevin White, yeah. are you saying are you saying that Jarvis Landry draws more attention than Kevin White? Slightly, and has better hands. Slightly. Oh, oh and and I'll, as I'm slandering Kevin White, I'll say I said this, and there's potentially Kevin White might be the best gunner in the history of the NFL, and he's he could be so much the best gunner in the history of the NFL that he's never going to have a tackle because he's always just standing in front of the guy that catches the punt, making him do a fair catch, like on every single one. It's, it's, it's every single punt. The, whoever's supposed to be cutting him off and running him out of bounds doesn't do it. No. And it's, it's insane the way he can do that, that if he could just catch a ball, he's, he would be wide open and we, on all those deep passes. <laughs> it's typically a cornerback there trying to knock him out of bounds. Like it's just, I mean, he's not going to be a wide receiver, but, Giving credit, he, he might be the best run, gunner in the history of the league. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we were down JT Gray this week, weren't we? He was, uh, he was, a uh, he was a scratch before the game, and he's, you know, been for a while our best special teams player, especially on uh, as as a gunner. But you're right; is every play Kevin White is five yards ahead of the person who's supposed to be blocking him, and literally is just like, well, just fair catch it because you know nothing. You're not going to do anything because if you do try to run it back, I'm here to I'm here to tackle. But that's not really what you want from a wide receiver that was once a first round pick, is it? Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. So uh, looking at the defensive side, obviously the the player of the game was Caden Ellis, eleven tackles, one and a half sacks. Really stepped up since Werner's been out. So. I mean, he's he's really shown a lot of growth this year, and he's he is a restricted free agent at the end of the season, correct? Yes. Well, so those the stuff, and I was, we mentioned it yesterday, and Scott kind of said something about how I mean, Kate Nellis is a is he a seventh round or an undrafted free free agent? 
he was he was a UDFA, right? No, no, no. He, he was no he no, he we, he was drafted by us. Okay. Well, when he came in, like he lit up training camp in the preseason, and everybody was talking about him. Um, and then he tore his ACL, and he flat out said that the next year when he came back, he was not the same person. And in his second year, like just couldn't move and wasn't explosive. And you know, but he kind of, and then he didn't get hurt again in his third year, different injury. He just never really got momentum, but it sounds like he was, you know, doing what he should do and mentally training and studying defenses and offenses and all that the whole time. And if, if he's healthy, it's all coming together that he's a really smart dude that clearly has the ability to tackle and know, uh, you know, again, play well against the run and the pass. I mean, it could be a huge, huge thing for us um, as Demario Davis starts getting older um, and, uh, and as Werner's, you know, hitting his stride as a young guy too. There could be two amazing young linebackers to take us to, you know, the next generation. Yeah, three, three straight games with at least a sack for him. So we had eleven tackles yesterday too, right? Nine solos, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, he, he's 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 really been playing well. I mean, what? those are the stats that Pete Werner was putting out. Earlier on, exactly. earlier on this season, which is, you know, to have his backup essentially doing the same thing is all good moving forward. Listen, Pete Werner was the best player on defense for the start of this year. And any kind of chance we had on defense of kind of getting this defense coming around, when Werner went out, we're like, well, that's it. Because without Lattimore, without him, like, what, what are we doing? The, we have, the linebacker core has not lost the staff, which is, I mean, sounds impossible and dumb to say, but they haven't. Yeah, one thing that continues to jump out is the, our lack of takeaways. <laughs> Once again, no no takeaways for the Saints. <laughs> You're noticing that, huh? I mean, <laughs> they just I, – I don't know what it is, what their aversion is to takeaways this season. It's kind of stunning. We have two interceptions, don't we, and they're both by Tyron Matthew. And that's it. And it's – I mean, it's it's such a big such a big factor to help the defenses to get these these takeaways, and they're just they're just not happening. Do you think oh, well, on the other side of that, I'm really glad we don't we didn't have any giveaways this week. Well, <laughs> we we've specialized in those. Do you, do you think that maybe Marshawn Lattimore coming back from injury may help that? Because I mean, he's not exactly the biggest. Yeah, he doesn't have a massive amount of takeaways, does he? From um, well, no. Well, the reason that the reason it doesn't help is that people just don't even throw at Lattimore. Yeah, it's, they don't. He, he's you know, I think Taylor is going to end up getting some interceptions over the course of his career because he's going to let guys look like they're open and then have closing speed. Lattimore just blankets you. Like, the, the quarterbacks don't even throw over there because, oh, I mean, he's clearly going to intercept it. Um, somebody like Taylor, if he had Lattimore on the other side, I think Taylor's somebody that in his career can end up with interceptions because he, he, he's going to let the guy look like he's two or three yards open knowing he has closing speed. I, I do love the throwback the uniforms that we wore yesterday. I mean, those those oh, have always – like, those have always – those have been my favorite. I know the, the color rush has gotten a lot of hype recently, but I would always love when, they, when they'd when wear these these throwback uniforms with the old Florida Lee and then the, the mustard yellow paint. Like, I just – yeah. I would not be against that becoming our home uniform. Mm-hmm. It, they look great, and Jameis looked amazing in his nice team on the field. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, hurts Jameis of soul. Um, so we did. There was the injury yesterday to Turner. It looked really bad when it happened, but supposedly See, he's having his leg amputated. The way he the way he reacted, I'm I'm assuming that we found out today he tore every ligament in his 
foot, ankle, and knee. Is that correct? Supposedly only an ankle sprain, but again, it's our doctor. Oh, so who the who the hell knows? I'm sure they I'm sure they diagnosed this correctly. That could be a career ender for Oshner doctors, <laughs> right? <laughs> they said he's week to week, which means we'll we'll see him in a year and a half, basically. They didn't say which week. Scott, what do you have to say about it? Oh, you didn't know. Your ass better call somebody. I mean, I'm glad it's just an ankle sprain and nothing more. I mean, I, knowing, like you said, knowing our team doctors, it could be fucking catastrophic. He could be out for another year or two, but you may never hope. play again. Yeah, right. Yeah, it might be his last game in a Saints uniform, but that's <laughs> He's gonna... pretty much every injury that we have these days. You know, you just never, you never know what it could be. An ankle sprain for one team is, uh, you know, a two-year hiatus for us. He's, 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 for another he's, team. Yeah, he's going to have a yeah. toe amputated. He might so. have syphilis. You never know. <laughs> okay. oh, no, oh, please no. don't start that again. Right. Come on. No, no. We're moving along. We're moving along. All right. All right. All right. I guess we can all agree it was coming off of Turner's uh, the best back-to-back games of his career. That's even, not even debatable, right? Uh, no, that is very true. Right. So, of course, he, yeah, of course that happens and he gets hurt. So. That's just the way it goes. So, moving on from that, game preview. And this one's going to be a late 3.30 kickoff out in San Francisco. You got the 49ers. A lot of people are blowing smoke up the 49ers' ass after going all in with the McCaffrey trade. We'll see what happens tonight. But I mean, as of right now, the 49ers are only five and four. Now that could obviously change tonight. But Jimmy G's not doing a ton, really. Um, they did get Elijah Mitchell back at running back, so I know the last game they kind of did a little two-headed monster with him and McCaffrey as to not wear McCaffrey into the ground like the Panthers did. So it's I, I know they're they're going to be favored. I would imagine they'll be favored by a good four or five points. I haven't checked the, the spread yet, but um, it's it's, it's going to be a tough one. It's so they're favored Allen. by ten over the Cardinals. I mean, I'm not sure how much less they'd be favored against us. They favored by eight against us. So, it, I mean, it's, it sounds about right, but man, a lot of people are buying into the 49ers right now. It's Dennis Allen against Carl Shanahan, though, isn't it? That was we've we've mm. had a few um, we've had a few experiences of uh, of of that, and you know, sometimes Dennis Allen's come out on top, sometimes Carl Shanahan's come out on top, but they're running attack is quite scary it is it is and it will be without turner well i mean cam jordan what does he have a fractured orbital bone or something yeah so is, is he gonna I'm be not back sure. have, they, have they said have they said what's wrong with him from the eye gouge i thought yeah I thought ian rapaport and Schefter both said yesterday that it was a fractured orbital bone Oof. Oof. yikes yeah, I mean, he said one. Cam said he wants to play um this week. But you know, how do you just get that from an eye gouge? That's a pretty impressive eye gouge. That's a damn impressive eye gouge. Every 1980s wrestler would be jealous. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So now we're gonna be without Davenport, without Turner, possibly without Cam. 
where's the pass rush going to come? Is, Are we going to have to is Davenport out this week? Is, is I, that confirmed? Or? Isn't he out every week? I, yeah, I mean, I, I just He might as well be. Yeah, I just assumed. So our pass rush is going to be Tano Passigno, Carl Grandison, and some guy whose name begins with Z, and I can't remember what it is. But Zuniga. He, that's it. He had some snaps this week as well. Wow. Oh, and Caden Ellis. And Demario Davis, who is our lead in Russia. Past Russia, sorry. <laughs> well, we, we probably won't get any turnovers. Jimmy G's only got four picks this year. That's going to be tough. Now, I guess we'll see what happens on our offensive line. Are we going to get anybody back this week? I mean, our offensive line, I mean, they held up somewhat okay, but I don't know. It's, uh, you know, with Bosa and all those guys, I don't know. Yeah. It's be so the question is, do we need to get anybody back from the offensive line? And if they come back, would we play them over the new superstars? This this week's offensive line was was plenty good enough, and we were going against Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd. Yeah. Do you think we see Penning this week? I think after the bye, I'd say no. I think I think that they're they're gonna. Yeah, I think after the bye, just to be safe. So the bye is after this game, isn't it? Yeah. I know. Usually, I'm. A buy so early. I'm not used to having a buy a week yeah, so late. And the late. problem is it doesn't really matter this year. <laughs> the one time I want a late buy when it matters, it doesn't matter. I mean, I mean, getting James Hurst back would probably be good. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, Pete, Pete would be fine to get back to. I mean, he's sorry, he was dressed, too. wasn't he, this week? But he didn't. He didn't take a snap. Okay. Hmm. Well, let's let's assume we get at least. One, well, maybe Pete. Was it was it a concussion with Pete again? I believe it's on. Or oh oh yeah yeah that's right his. Isn't it tricep? Yeah, his. That's right. That's right. His pec. Never mind. Yeah, basically his upper body. (laughs) Great. You don't need that as an offensive lineman. Yeah, you don't. No, 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 no. So yeah, this is this is going to be a tough game. A tough game to win. They have not just gone crazy with Christian McCaffrey yet, but I'm sure that they're ramping him up and. It seems like next week would probably be about the time that he's been there a month and all that. And so, um, yeah, that doesn't sound fun. But, uh, and they've got, I think they got Debo and uh, um, Brandon Ayuk. They've got both of them back recently. Yeah, the good news can... is here, here's, here's the saving grace is Jimmy G is their quarterback. And he is the definition of, he's right there with Andy Dalton. They're the same quarterback. Definition of average. Could always throw up a 270 yard, three touchdown, no interception game, but also could throw up a 50% passing completion percentage, three interception game, too. So, now, can't, do we have the horses to put pressure on him and force him to do that? And do we have defended defenders that can even catch the ball if somebody does throw it to him? I don't know those answers because we haven't seen it this year. It's, it's going to be tough. They got Kittle back, too. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of weapons on that offense we're going to have to keep track of. And again, yeah, we know like, Kittle's looked washed up for two years. He'll have he'll look like Travis Kelsey against us. Oh, I mean, look, he, I mean, he always looks, he will. Yeah, he always looks great against. He always has good games against us. Always. He's going to be going up against Chris Harris, isn't he? So you know. Oof. oof. Uh, I did a lot with Matthew this week. Matthew stepped up a whole lot and took uh, took a lot of snaps against the tight end. Almost got an interception against the tight end. He did. Uh, all right. So score prediction. Well, they're, no. they're, I, 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 I predicted it's within eight. <laughs> this is going to be interesting to see what James predicts here. 
I'm going to say 24-17 San Francisco. So, you know me. I never predict the Saints to lose. Never. Not once have I ever predicted the Saints. Never will I. Uh, the Saints are going to win 28-26. Going to shock the world. It'd be an interesting To way. shock the world, wouldn't somebody have to notice? Because I'm pretty sure there's like the, the four of us and like nine other people that will notice. <laughs> so this, this was three straight games that ended in under three hours for the Saints. That's an interesting thing that I noticed that I feel like it's been a long time. Is the NFL happened. want us off the TV as quickly as possible? Yes. <laughs> yes. We are no longer sexy at all. Oh. I'll go 31-21 Niners. Lou, 23-22 Saints. Yes. Wow. Look at that. I like this. All right. Interesting, interesting. I I jumped on late. Did y'all discuss the Jameis situation, quarterback situation at all? Not. Do you want it? I mean, that's up to y'all. It's just, it really, it, it really just, the whole situation just seems very odd. Like, it's something, I feel like either we're not being told everything or there's no communication between Jameis and the coach to you know, between DA. Like, I don't, it's very confusing because it was first, oh, he's hurt. Well, first it was, he's hurt, but his, his, his back can't get any worse. So we're going to play him. So then it was, well, he also pulled something in his foot. And then it was, he's still hurt. Then DA said this was an offensive decision, not a injury decision. And then Jameis said, no, that's not true. I'm still hurt. But then this week he's like, I'm not hurt. I, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody's getting caught in the semantics of healthy and 100% healthy and able to play and not able to play. When DA came out and said the words, Jameis is healthy, that enacted people to ask Jameis, are you 100% healthy? And Jameis said, no, I'm, I want to play, but I'm not 100%. If somebody said I'm, not, I'm 100% healthy, they are lying to you. So it's, it's I mean, I think some people are playing with some semantics that they haven't directly. The only thing that they directly disagreed upon is that Jameis said, I, when I'm in London after the flight, I clearly was not going to be able to play quarterback once after we flew to London. And I looked at DA and said, what if, the off- what if they start playing well? Am I going to lose my job um, while to an injury? And they said, and DA told him that will not happen. But then apparently it did happen. I mean, it, it's supposed to happen if the guy comes in. You know, Tom Brady came in and played lights out. Right. And, you know, led a team to the playoffs and why Drew Bledsoe never played again. And um, he's, or, he's, you know, for the I mean, basically. Andy Dalton has not played the lights position. out. Yeah, no. yeah. He, I mean. And I just remember I was getting this with somebody today. I remember growing up, like it was, and I don't, this wasn't an unspoken rule. It was a spoken rule that in sports, you didn't lose your job due to injury. And it was said all the time. And I mean, it's just kind of, it was a thing. And the few times that it did happen, it was major news. Now, again, right, this like isn't going to be major Wally news. Because nobody and, cares about the Saints. Yeah. To me, weird. the tough part on this is DA. And we've seen DA maybe not be so honest with the media and also him and Hall with answers. And it sounds like Jameis is, you know, saying he definitely told me one thing. And we even heard this last week. I mean, I think the media was pretty expecting Jameis Winston to be the starter on Monday or Tuesday. And then all of a sudden 
you know, we get to practice and Andy Dalton's taking the first string reps. I'm not sure if DA has one a grasp on what he wants to do, but then behind it, the backbone to make, declare, this is what I'm doing. I'm the coach. I don't need votes from everybody else. This is what we're doing moving forward. This is my team. Yeah. And I think that's the problem with DA. Like Jason has said, he's just not, he's not a head coach. He's not a guy who has a backbone. Who's just going to say, this is what I'm doing. I'm the coach and that's it. You know, you can't, tell a player one thing and then do something else. Like that's why you, that's how you lose the locker room right there is by straight up lying to people. And like Wesley said, it's not like Andy Dalton's come out and set the world on fire. I mean, he's played mediocre football at best and, until this week. Right. And, and that's, I think that's a one week aberration. Like, you know, it's kind of like when we played the Raiders, it's just uh, something that happened that, we happen to have a good matchup against that particular team. It wasn't anything. I think Jameis could have done what Andy Dalton did this week very easily and probably even more. I don't know that Jameis would have missed that wide open Kamara on that end around. You know, it, it's just I I don't I, I don't know. I just don't get it. Like DA needs to grow a pair or he's gonna lose his job. It's it's a weird situation and Jameis is um Jameis is almost now driving the narrative a little bit by coming out and saying what he see here. He did the interview with Triplett and Underhill and now he's come out and he started saying it. You don't often hear people coming out and saying what he's said. So, so Jameis is clearly trying to get a point across, just not sure what point that is yet. The quote from yesterday, you know, he did it. I mean, they were interviewing him after the game in the locker room and he said, it hurts my soul. I lost my job due to injury. And the policy has always been you don't lose your job because of injury. Like he's specifically calling out DA and saying DA's lying to me or lied to y'all. I agree. And and listen, I've been a fan of Jameis and wanting him to be our starting quarterback. So I could see how other people could take this a different way and look at this as, you know, stirring the pot and speaking out publicly against the coach. Um, my feeling is one, he's, he's doing this as respectful as you possibly can while telling his truth. Cause he, it seems like the truth of the story hasn't been out there. Um, he's not throwing a fit and causing a problem, but he also like, it's not like he called a press conference to say these things. People are putting a microphone in his face, asking him a question and he's telling the truth. I don't, I don't think he's seek, seeking out there and he's making this cryptic, you know, posts on social media about it. He's just, he's, he's answering questions. He's going to get asked questions. He's asking, well, how, how's your injury doing? Um, DA said this, do you agree? Um, did you ever have a conversation with DA about losing your job? And he's answering those questions. So I think that he could be, if he was a, a disgruntled star, could be going a lot deeper on this to set something on fire um, and be a lot more dramatic. And then I'd be mad at him. I'd be like, okay, that's, that's, that's taking it too far. I think he's walking the line as gracefully as you can. And what's probably, like you said, it's hurting my soul. It's a pretty emotional situation for him. But at this point, I don't expect Jameis Winston to start another game for the Saints this year. I'm, I mean, I'm thinking, I mean, yeah, I'm thinking we're going with Dalton. Now that the Dalton has now. this game, now that Dalton has this game in the vault, he's got to play two bad games back to back to to lose the starting job. I mean, it's 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 what we keep doing. It's so dumb. We've done it all year, and it makes no sense. Yeah, it, I mean, unless unless Dalton gets hurt, that'd be the only way. Yeah. Well, as as long as you know, the one thing we didn't mention about the the upcoming game is. Hopefully we see we see Taysom involved again like he was this week. I mean, it gives us a fighting chance 
at least. And I think that saved Dalton a good bit too. Is yeah. is the way Tame uh, like the Tameus. way Taysom, yeah, Tameus. the way they, <laughs> the way they came Tameus in, so <laughs> the way they came in and uh, yeah. played Taysom, you know. Well, did we just? I can't remember whether we discussed this last night, but there was I, there was definitely a period where Andy Dalton was pissed that he kept getting taken out of the game for Taysom Hill. I, I don't think we discussed it last night, but it was definitely mentioned on the on the broadcast that there was a couple of times where Dalton was just like well, stood on the sideline. He, you, you could tell, I thought at the game that he was kind of like, he ran out to the huddle a couple of times and then went back and looked dejected. But also from what we've heard, um, apparently during practice this week, he was mad that Taysom got a much larger percentage of the snaps than normal. And he just said that that bothered him. Wasn't, didn't look pouty, said, or DA said um, that, that Dalton was, was irritated all week by that. Well, if that's what My it takes to is, get him having a 270-yard yeah, right. touchdown, no interception performance, then carry on. Exactly. If they're gonna if they're gonna take Drew Brees out of the game to put Taysom in to run some plays. Yeah, Andy Dalton really, can sit yeah, his ass yeah. on the bench. Exactly. <laughs> like you can't really. One hundred percent. I mean, it doesn't matter that that was old Drew Brees or anything. That's uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> Dalton needs to be okay with it. Let's go ahead and get into pick them. It's all about the king for life. The rest. Your failure is my success. It's all about control. So, with Jeff being uh, out of town, we don't have the updated numbers. But I'll bet he guarantee. I'll guarantee that he's going to end up top when he comes back, just like normal. That's the way it goes. Um, man, we all took Minnesota. We all lost that one big time. Whew. Yeah, yeah, I Karumba. <laughs> yeah, I Karumba. That was a proper beatdown. I I think we most of us had another bad week. Although Wesley picked the Falcons and the Chargers and won with both, so I, I, overall I think it was one of those like maybe two and three. Not many people probably went three and two, so it, it's it was another rough week. And again, with this week, we've got three games on Thanksgiving, and we cannot select those games, which is a shame because we've got the Giants and the Cowboys, and then we have the Vikings and. And the Patriots at night. So, um, Are, those isn't, pro- um, Buffalo you got Detroit, Detroit? Yeah, you got Detroit and Buffalo early. Yeah. So, I mean, hell, considering some of the games that I had to pick, all three of those games are, are going to be better than some of these. So, <laughs> but let's start. And this is how bad it is. We, we've got Atlanta once again in Pickums. They travel, they're coming, they're coming over a win last week. They travel to Washington to play a commander's team that now sits there at six and five above 500. Just truly stunning. Um, it's the Taylor Heineke show. Yeah, Taylor Heineke's coming. They're they're playing well. Their defense is playing well now. They haven't. I mean, they did beat Philly, but I don't think their schedule's been super tough. But their defense has been playing well. They've got some weapons back, and Heineke has been moving the ball, giving them confidence. So it's at Washington. The Commanders are favored by four. And who are they against? I'm sorry, the Falcons. Oh well, Commanders. Exactly. I'll take the commanders. They're also getting Chase Young back this week. And I you, and I believe Kyle Pitts is out done. for maybe the rest yep. of the year. Um, or at least down yeah, for the year. So um Juan Johnson will definitely finish the year with more touchdowns than Kyle Pitts for the second Again. year in a row. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with my usual rule of always picking against the Falcons. So give me the commanders. Yep, smart, smart. All right. I think you could All probably right. put Jeff down for the commanders too. I don't think I'm he's sure. the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. All right, our next game. The Green Bay Packers coming off a loss on Thursday night. Aaron Rodgers kind of looked like shit. 
they travel to Philly to play an Eagles team that's coming off. What did, are they on a? Were they on a bye this week? No, they beat the Colts. Okay, Just. they beat the Colts. They were, they were they were losing to the Colts the entire game. Yeah, the Jeff Saturday effect. Yeah, seventeen so, sixteen. That game was really okay. close. Yeah, so so Philly not looking as invincible as they were earlier in the season. Um, but Green Bay also looking like crap, and it's in Philly. The, the Eagles are favored by seven. Give me Philadelphia. Yeah, the the Packers are just horrible right now. They don't have any wide receivers. Aaron Rodgers is pissed. Uh, Got to go with Philly. That's a am, lot of points. Go I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm going to take Green Bay to cover, but lose. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, I think they lose by six. I'm gonna, I'll take I'll take the Packers to seven. All right, our next game: the Los Angeles Chargers coming off a loss last night to Kansas City. Mahomes does it again. Hits Kelsey at the end of the game. Uh, to 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 win the game, they traveled to Arizona to play a Cardinals team that is playing tonight in Mexico City. So we're not sure what's going to happen there, but I believe Colt McCoy is playing tonight. He is. For Arizona. He's starting for Arizona. Yeah, he is. So this is this could be the Sean Payton Bowl, two potential landing spots for Sean Payton next year. So something to keep an eye on. It's in if Arizona. They will, if they both want to send their best offers, then we'll review them. Yes. yes. <laughs> so it's in Arizona, and the Cardinals are getting three and a half at home. I feel like give me give me the home dog. The Chargers are going to find a way to charge That's tough to know what to go with without knowing who's starting as quarterback for the Cardinals. I'll take the Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to take LA too, please. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the Chargers as well. Getting Keenan Allen Bath is big, and then Mike Williams and stuff. They're getting definitely getting healthy, like Wes said. So Wesley said so. Chargers. All right. Yeah. So now we have uh, the game of the week in terms of games that that we can pick for pickums. The Cincinnati Bengals coming off a win yesterday against Pittsburgh. They travel to Tennessee to play a Titans team that's coming off a nice win Thursday night against Green Bay. People keep doubting the Titans. And all they do is keep winning. Mike Vrabel doing an amazing coaching job. Uh, you, they are. You know why they're doubting them? Because they're not remembering the Titans. So it's in Tennessee, and Tennessee is getting a point and a half at home. Still no Jamar Chase for the Bengals this week. At least likely still no Jamar, still no Jamar Chase. And and Mixon got hurt too uh, yeah. in the game yesterday. And Tennessee's Tennessee. got a strong defense. Yep. Tennessee, please. I'm going to take Tennessee as well. Are they five wins in a row now? Tennessee, I think. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was closer to like six or seven. This uh, one's kind of kind of difficult for me. Um, yeah, we know what? it is because you suck, Joe Burrow. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to kind of go with my head here and give me Joey B. <laughs> which which head is that you're going with? Right, <laughs> the one that has syphilis. <laughs> oh Jesus, I wouldn't somebody, admit that. Somebody ban him from the podcast, please. Yeah. So yeah, Tennessee's won seven out of their last eight. We don't think we heard your pick for this one, Wesley. Um, yeah, I think that Jamar Chase is going to start practicing this week, but. Uh... The Bengals have just not been consistent. Their offensive line is still horrible. I'll take the Tennessee. All right. And now our shitty game of the week. Here we go. I got a piece of shit car That fucking pile of shit But never gets me very far My 
my cars we have the shitty Denver Broncos once again continuing to find ways to lose they lost to the Raiders this week uh, man what a Even we beat the Raiders right I mean what a terrible terrible coaching job traded away so much stuff for Russell Wilson that's not working out yeah I don't know so they travel to Carolina to play a Panthers team that has come off a loss last week to the Ravens even though it was it wasn't a blowout it was 13 to 3 but I mean Baker Mayfield sucks the Panthers defense is a little feisty but when you don't have a quarterback you're you're stuck and that's that's where that's where they are. So it's in Carolina. The Panthers are getting two and a half at home. So there's that out there. Is this another two teams that might be interested in Sean Payton at the end of the season? I mean, Very Denver, much so. Denver probably can't offer what we'll ask for because they've got no picks for a few years. So here's a stat about Denver. If their offense could have scored at just 18 points in all of their regular season games in regulation, they'd be 9-1 and one right now. All they needed is 18 points. And they can't even get that. It's unreal how bad their offense has been. I'm taking Denver in this game. <laughs> it's like, who do you eat? I don't know. It's right? Like, flip a coin. Uh, and I'm going the, with Denver because they've got the better quarterback. I'm going to take the Panthers and hold my nose. Cool. Yeah, Jesus. I, I think wow. I'm with you. I'm going to go take the Broncos. I'll take the Broncos because they have the better defense, I think. Um, yeah, also, the Broncos too. cut Melvin Gordon today. Um, Melvin Gordon and Le'Veon Bell may have made the two biggest mistakes in the history of contract negotiations, turning down enormous amounts of money and then I mean, never getting guaranteed money ever again. And it's crazy what the, how he drew the line with the Chargers. And now Austin Eckler is one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah, I mean, he leads the Broncos in rushing, doesn't he? But he's fumbled the ball five times. And so. fumbles, yes. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with Jason and take the Panthers. I mean, this is just, that's a gross game. It's very gross. Gross game. All right. So those are our games this week. Atlanta at Washington. Washington favored by four. Green Bay at Philly. Philly favored by seven. Chargers at the Cardinals. Cardinals are getting three and a half at home. Bengals at the Titans. Titans getting one and a half at home. And our shitty game, the Broncos at the Panthers. Panthers getting two and a half at home. So send your pickums in on Twitter and Jeff will track it. You'll probably have the one top. Ali Gibbs, remember to send yours to me because you've come off Twitter. All right. So now with pickups out of the way, we will move into final thought. You had a final thought last night? I mean, uh, I, it was... A, a, I said a final thought. Rambled yeah, for final thoughts, a 15 final minutes, thought. and I don't think we got a final thought out of it. It was it was an attempt. I, I, yeah, lost track of where I was going. I can, I'll go with a, with a quick real final thought tonight. Obviously, this is Thanksgiving. Also over here on the side of the... Of the ocean celebrate Thanksgiving, so I'm be uh, I'm gonna be smoking a couple of turkeys Thursday morning. It'll come out nice. I'm gonna go to my dad's. He's gonna do the fried turkey bit, so I'll have a little bit of smoked turkey, a little bit of fried turkey, and then we'll be eating all turkey leftovers as we defeat England on Friday. So I am looking forward to this week. It's interesting timing too. Um, clearly, all of us know that Thanksgiving is uh, to commemorate the thankfulness of when we defeated England in the war. Um, and ran them off our, our out of our country, and so uh, it's pretty nice to be able to celebrate that uh, that victory over England, and then the next day beat them again. We'll all be celebrating uh, at home while James will be stuck at work. Well, the 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 game on is Friday night for me, seven o'clock. So uh, I'll I'll be home to uh, 
to watch England smack you all over Qatar if today's games are anything to go by. Um, <laughs> obviously, America struggled to a 1-1 draw. That's a tie to Wales, who aren't even a proper country. Um, Sorry, you have to explain a tie. Real sports in America don't have ties. Yeah, we don't have those. I don't, know, what, yeah, I don't um, know what's going on with that. Well, you, you, you kind of do eventually. It just takes a while to, to get to that point. Um, yeah, in the NFL, I guess. Whilst, whilst we beat your mortal enemies, Iran, 6-2, you know, we, did, we, did, we did a job for you on, uh, on, on Iran today. So, uh, so, yeah, I'm very, very much looking forward to, yeah, England, uh, to Friday night. England's never taken on Iran before without the U.S. backing them up um, and ensuring that they won. So um, I wasn't sure how y'all were going to do today, but I guess apparently some Americans probably showed up and clapped and watched y'all's back. Well, it, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that England peaked a little too early. That's what I think they got all their goals out in one game instead of right. splitting it out. We'll, a... we'll see. <laughs> we'll so. see. You're, play, you're playing a sport that we invented now. So, uh... All right. Well, go USA. And with that, <laughs> we want to thank all of our loyal listeners. Downloading each week, telling your friends about Dome Troll Podcast. Listen to us on all your apps. Uh, you know, Stitcher, iPhone, whatever. Um, and bonus. <laughs> I don't know. I, Could you try and be a little bit more enthusiastic about that? Can, can you listen to it on your BlackBerry, Jason? <laughs> no, does my, it come through my, on your beeper? I'm going to listen to it on my Palm Pre. Can you download it on LimeWire? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, LimeWire. Or Napster. Uh, and so you can obviously find us on Facebook. You can still find us on Twitter because tw- Twitter's still hanging around. Maybe its demise was a little over exaggerated. So extremely over exaggerated. Twitter's still there, and uh, we will be back for our instant reaction on Sunday after the 49ers game. Hopefully, it's a good one. And until then, bye bye, tur donkeys. Good night, who that nation. Turkey like a good boy should Cause it's turkey to eat So good That clapping's messing my head up, man I appreciate it But I was was trying to think of the next line I'm like, all I hear is clapping Here we go Thanks anyways Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey then I take a nap <laughs> Thanksgiving <laughs> is a special night Jimmy Walker used to say dynamite that's right turkey with gravy and cranberry can't believe the Mets traded Darryl Strawberry. <laughs> turkey for you and turkey for me. Can't believe Tyson gave that girl BD.
Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> 